0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Star Trek Age Year Season 2, Episode 7, a Star Trek Adventures actual play using the rules by Modavius Entertainment. My name is ELH, the Game Master, and joining me are a lovely quartet of individuals, starting with Randy. Anything you'd like to shout out while we've got you?
1: Uh, Good evening, everybody. I'm Randy, also known online as Dr. Nemesis. I am uh, part of the staff of the Changeling the Dreaming live-action campaign Backbeat Ballad, which you can find out more about at backbeatballad.com Tonight, I'm going to be playing the captain of the USS Ager, the Talaxian Axelon right, Jeremy
2: I'm Jeremy, and uh, also Eurospy on the internet, and I am playing our ship's uh, ex-Borg uh, first officer Commander Dugent Roos Forgot my name
0: there for a minute hmm. Maybe it's because <laughs> you're uh, sleep deprived from last session <laughs> Peter, what do you got going on? Hey, everybody. I'm Peter Petrus Aquinas out on the interwebs,
3: and I play the pragmatic Vulcan chief engineer, Lieutenant Commander McTan.
0: And then last but not least, Jeff, what horrors do you have to inflict on us tonight?
4: Horrors. Horrors. Well, um, I'm Sunbay, also known as Jeff, um, and I play in the game your lovable and Helmsman, Lieutenant JG rankin s and... Really, all I've been doing is shooting at the walls of subspace. Bang, bang. I am the spoiler. I am the
0: spoiler. spoiler. Your GM just took multiple points of psychic damage for that one. Anyways, let's get the intro going before I completely lose sanity. And welcome back. So normally I would have the players do an opening log, but since we kind of left on a cliffhanger, I thought I would just sort of do a last time on Star Trek Age year kind of thing. So where we last left off, the players had more or less dealt with a, a dream entity of some kind that they had stumbled across. And the only way they figured out to deal with the sleep entity to prevent it from stealing memories and prevent it from harming the crew further was that the the crew of the Aegir decided to go deeper into Zava space? Unfortunately, the Zava didn't really appreciate that, and now the Aegir is at high warp trying to find any place to hide or any place to escape as a Zava battle fleet encloses in on their position. So, where we begin is everybody is on the bridge of the Aegir, and overall, um, you've got about five or six ships coming from one direction, five to six ships coming from another direction and if that wasn't bad enough uh, where we start start proper is you get a report that the Zava ambassadors have left on their shuttle already, like they have done an unplanned launch and have left the ship Oh Hmm. fuck Is the orb still here? Yes the orb is still here
1: can we ask it to the bridge? Because I'd like to ask it uh if it knows anything about why they departed or what they said when they left.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll we'll take a moment, Ch- but that's uh... right,
1: it was the singing. Yeah, so it was the singing.
0: Uh, all right, well I'll introduce the sear to dramatically appropriate time, but again, you're at Red Alert on the bridge at High Ward.
1: Everybody report in. Have there been any further medical issues? Anybody falling asleep at critical command posts?
3: None in the engineer engineering department, Captain. I uh
1: hail medical Dr. Hong here. Any further reports of people passing out at their posts?
0: No, it appears we fixed that problem, but uh do we have a plan for this, sir? Because as much as I like our odds against the Zava fleet, I don't know. I feel like that might cause a lot of influx in sickbay.
1: Yeah, I don't think we want to try fighting. My plan uh, originally was to ask the Zava Ambassadors to communicate with their fleet on our behalf and tell them nothing uh, nothing suspect was happening, but uh, they seem to have left. So what so it is your so plan, sir? Making it up right now. Report in if anything happens with the uh, sleeping sickness. we Will do, sir. Sick bay out. Mr. Esrel, can you hail any of the uh, Zava fleet?
0: I'll get on it, sir. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see if you get any momentum. Go ahead and give me a control and a con, and the ship will assist you with a communications and con as well. I'll roll for the ship. Uh, Difficulty of zero, by the way. Ship's flight controls? No, because this is communication systems, unfortunately.
1: Okay.
0: You said control and con for the ship? Uh, uh Communications and con. Oh, I'm looking at the assist. The uh, the ship always has a focus and it only rolls the one die. Alright, well, we got uh, two successes from Estral, one from the Aegir. Alright, so that's three successes, bringing you up to four momentum, with momentum from yeah. Chad as well. So Estral, you're hailing, you're opening channels, you're pinging the ships, you can't confirm they are receiving. They aren't responding at all. The phone is ringing, but it's not being picked up.
1: It appears they do not want to talk to us. I think they've taken the most negative possible interpretation. We were pretty aggressive with them right before everybody fell asleep. It seems like they've perhaps drawn the conclusion that that was somehow our fault. Did anybody remember seeing any of the Zava in the dream space? I don't recall seeing any of them. I saw fellow Ager crew members.
2: And I think we actually asked that question.
1: Mm -hmm. I think the answer was they're not here.
0: Yeah, to your knowledge, none of the Zava showed up in your dream space.
1: So they have no evidence that we were also
0: put into that dream space. Wonderful.
1: All right. Does our present course take us into or out of Zava space?
0: Uh, Further in at the moment, they're kind of swooping back around and shepherding you towards a bigger fleet.
1: All right, Helm. Set a course out of Zava space, but not towards the ring world. We don't want to give them any clues as to how to find that station yet.
4: Uh, sir.
0: So, Vectan, if you could give me yep. a reason and science assisted mm-hmm. by the Ager's sensor science, difficulty of one on this, uh, well, go ahead and let me see. computers or warp field dynamics help here? Uh no, but don't Probably you not. have? I feel like you have a talent that does this. Let me check. Actually, no, you uh you don't have a I talent. Don't. I thought. <laughs> no. Uh,
3: I have did the reading, which might help, but I don't think it actually would affect this. Uh
0: nah, nah, no no. because I'm you. doing
3: science anyway. Uh okay well, right, one two successes
0: scores. there, and then uh sensors science for the age year. I got triple. Oh, you get the show on, All right, Come all right. On, that is three successes, which means you are now capped at six momentum. Oh, uh, Peter, you discover it. all that information I sent you on Discord. Captain,
3: I do not believe that we will be able to escape Zava's space in time, but I have found an alternative. Go ahead. There is nearby a class Y planet that appears to have a sensor dampening atmosphere that we should be able to survive in. As you know, we have been modified with Borg technology, and so our regenerative hull and ablative armor should protect us in spite of being on a class Y planet.
1: Hmm. That's definitely a good solution in the near term. I wonder if they're just going to blockade the planet and wait for us to leave though. One problem at a time. All right, laying a course for this planet.
3: It would at least give us time to perhaps calculate a spore jump so that they would not be able to observe our departure.
1: Good point. All right, laying a course.
4: I'll look over at and start
0: calculating it out. All right. So this is where uh, you can either handle this one of two ways. You can either spend power from the ship, and you've got 16 power to spend because you've got secondary reactors. Or you can do a high difficulty uh, control and a con roll uh, assisted by the ship's engines con. So it's either you spend power or you just do a high difficulty. Your choice. Hmm, we got a lot of momentum. We may
1: need that power for when we're in the hostile environment. There's one
2: thing I'd like to do I'd like to ask if we can do in the meantime. Sure, what you got? Before we make our course change, or at some point where we can be momentarily hidden from them, is there any way to launch a probe on a on a course that would be as if we continued and had that probe pretend to be us?
5: Hmm.
2: I might be
3: able to configure a probe to be able to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like it, I like it. Uh, I'm just trying to think what the role would even be. I guess it would be something like... I mean, control. I guess you would take like a standard probe and put some kind of hologram
1: projector on it or something. Or at, well, at least really a sensor. Is,
0: yeah. yeah. It just needs to make a sensor uh, ghost of sorts. So I guess that would be a control and either security or engineering. And then the ship would assist with a communications and security, I think.
2: Control security sounds awesome. Uh, difficulty Control engineering works for me too. So, I can uh, assist Difficulty of three. This is a starship combat and an infiltration.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, number one, see if you can't get down to engineering and help build that probe so we can launch it while uh, Mr. S roll pro- uh calculates his course. On the way,
3: sir. So, for roles, do you want me to assist or do you want the
2: ship to assist? Uh, probably the engineer.
4: Yeah, the ship's at oh. a nine and a two with a focus.
2: Yeah, mine's at fifteen.
3: Yeah. Um, would and starship can construction help or computers help for me?
0: Uh, both would no, actually. I'm only rolling one.
5: But...
0: Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, there's uh, two successes from Vectan. Good start there. I'm gonna spend one because it's here just
2: to. Hopefully, make sure I don't flub it up.
0: Survey says... Oh, wow. Woo. That is a grand total of six successes for difficulty three. So you're Eight once again capital yes. momentum, and you actually have two floating, which you might want to use to make an advantage. Effect.
2: Make an advantage. It's extremely <laughs> effective. And it just so happens that the alignment of... Uh,
0: their sensors
2: are particularly their tech is old if i'm remembering right
0: Right. yep their original Tosser. series
2: so yeah the so it just so happens that um we can uh, because vectan's success was also very good they, there is something we can do that will momentarily blind their sensors to what we're doing but it'll come across as as basically a stellar phenomenon as we're or an astrophysical phenomenon as we're Passing through a conveniently uh,
1: disruptive. Yeah, like a burst of gamma radiation
0: or something. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, narratively, when you uh, launch this probe, you do so, and most of the fleet does uh, pair off to go chase this new signal, but you still have about one or two stragglers that are hanging on in that just in case scenario. Mm -hmm you've significantly backwards. pared down how many ships we were chasing you. Were it was like 16 to 18 ships. You're now down to one or two. Which now leads Help. back to Esral. Um How you feeling? Power task roll.
4: Still, we're maxed out momentum. Yep. We're five, five, we're, we're no, we're maxed. We're back at yes. Yeah.
0: It would be a difficulty... Uh, probably a difficulty four. But I would include landing the ship if you went that route. And okay. If you spent
1: all the momentum you would be rolling, what, uh, uh, five dice? Yep. It could work. <laughs> yeah, it could.
4: Let's go for it. <laughs> okay.
1: I believe in you. You are the
2: Sporrier. That should take us to one momentum rank, because it's one, two, three. Yeah, so six. Yep. Oh, yep. No, that's right. Mm-hmm. Then ship's flight controls. Definitely. Yep.
0: Here, I'll roll for the vessel.
1: Oh, yeah. Cool. What's, cool, the, cool. what's the pool for the Ager? Uh,
0: engines and con.
2: Unless you want Joy to assist you.
1: I never want Joy to contribute.
0: <laughs> oh, my lord. Oh, my that goodness. Is seven successes. Oh, wow.
1: yeah. That's so awesome.
0: that gets you three momentum right back. And yeah, so oh, Hestral, Uh not only are you able to plot a course uh, that keeps most of the Zava ships at bay, but you're able to swoop in to uh, low orbit of this class Y planet. Now, as most class Y planets are concerned, it's a hell world, it's a demon world, whatever you want to call it. Um, this one in particular, as you enter the atmosphere... If it weren't for your regenerative hull you'd be getting warning signs across the ship that your hull is being eaten away and that shields are necessary and all that whole whole rigmarole but because you have such advanced technology installed on the ship there's just a little turbulence just a little light turbulence that the inertial dampeners don't handle but you are able to find a spot in the northern polar region to set down and the good news is that the nearest active volcano is a good distance away The ground you sit on seems to be somewhat technologically stable, or tectonically stable, I should say. So you've bought yourself a good chunk of time to do whatever, because as soon as you finish landing and you try to scan back up out of the atmosphere, your sensors bounce off the atmosphere and come right back to you. Well, that was incredible. Really
1: excellent work, Mr. Esmeralda.
4: Everything was set up for me, sir.
1: Putting you in for a commendation on that one. What about uh, engineering? This is the uh, bridge. How confident are we in that uh, decoy probe? Exceptionally confident, Captain. I think it'll work very well. Making me proud, everybody. Now we just got to figure out how we're going to get out of this. We're unable to
0: tell what the uh, Zava Pursue ships are doing, right? Unfortunately not, yeah. You cannot get any scan except visual scans, uh, out of the atmosphere of this planet. Then we're gonna we're landing here? You are landed, correct.
2: So can you make another spore phone? Oh, that's right. We broke it, didn't we?
4: Well, we we got it connected and we were talking back to him. Um so we were talking with a um
1: the Z, the Z. I want to say so, Zava. I
4: knew that was right.
1: Can uh, we create with
4: the Z?
2: Can we create one that talks to another one? Can another we make forefront? it a communication system?
4: There were, some, there were some tests I wanted to run along those lines, but
2: we can't see what's in orbit, but Proxima could. Proxima oh. is extremely stealthy. And we put one on we put one on her and one on Asia.
4: I think she would have to have some of the spores with her.
1: I mean y- we likely. could just have her do a quick flyby and come back down and report directly.
4: But if she busted atmosphere, wouldn't they know where we were at that point?
2: Asia is extremely stealthy. Or, sorry, is extremely stealthy.
1: Yeah, I think it's our hope that we uh, we can uh, rig the Proxima to make it very hard for them to detect.
2: Proxima should be extremely difficult for them to detect anyway, based on their technological, based on their level of technology.
1: Good point. Alright, all of you meet me in the shuttle bay, and enjoy, manage the bridge for now.
2: Happy to be on top, sir. Every
1: time. Not gonna acknowledge it, not gonna acknowledge it. Hmm. See, I want to gather the senior crew together in the shuttle bay. We can look at the Proxima and kind of brainstorm about ideas to make it very, very stealthy in this specific circumstance. Like if there's any stuff we could do to the hull to make it match the uh, sensor
0: interfering stuff on this planet. You said it was the
1: atmosphere that's really kind of making it uh, sensor interfering?
0: Correct, yes. And actually what I would say is that the Proxima does have the slim sensor silhouette talent. Which is kind of like a cloaking device, but not.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, so let's just, um, everybody get together and we're going to brainstorm about ways to improve that, even if it's temporary. And then we'll take the, uh, we'll take the Proxima up and come back.
2: Well, sir, got some black paint.
1: Vanta black. We've licensed it. Um... Let me think if there's anything I can think of. Uh, we could manually power down every system that we don't anticipate having any use for on this on this uh, on this reconnoiter, like the transporters, for example.
2: Sensors would have to be passive only.
1: Yes, and I think we should make it a two-person crew, a pilot and a backup. That way, there's that many fewer life signs for any kind of scanner to pick up on. If we put those two people in EV suits, we could shut down life support. Or if... Strap them into their seats, we could shut down gravity. Uh, Yeah, talk to me, Ezra. um, What if we just had
4: Astra fly it? There wouldn't be any life signs to pick up.
1: We could have Astra and a backup. I don't want any one person managing... any one entity managing the uh, Proxima in case this atmosphere does something unpredictable. Or... We accidentally end up in a shooting and engagement. The Proximus is too valuable to risk. Ah, sure. So perhaps you and Astra?
2: Alternatively we, we could do. send Ensign Joy, sir.
1: Very well. Uh, excellent looks a little uncomfortable. I can't think of any objection that I might raise to that that I would want on the record if
2: we need to if if ager has to leave the surface suddenly sir we need our primary pilot aboard ager
1: you are the one who landed it here
4: and i can get well astro knows how to work the spore phone so
1: if that's gonna be our means of
4: communication
1: well i figure we just have the proxima land and report no even better That way we don't have to risk any of our spore stuff. We might need the spores to get us out of this. All right. This is the captain. Ensign Joy, please report to Shuttle Bay.
2: I think you need uh, to wait until you return to the bridge, sir.
1: Mr.
4: I'll run to the bridge, sir.
1: Mr. Essel and I will go take over the bridge. You're in charge of this little operation, number one. Understood, sir. We'll call it Operation Take a Peek. (laughs) <laughs> Take a pee
0: That works. Uh, I love it. All right, well, well head back to the breach. Yeah, the good news is that, again, uh, we already know what the role is going to be. So, whoever's activating the Proxima, I need a control engineering task at a difficulty of two to activate the uh, EM shielding and ECM systems aboard the Proxima, and it sets you up to succeed there. For uh,
1: Proxima, it's engineering and what?
0: Uh, it's actually just a uh, character role. It's not actually a Proxima role. It is oh, a well, control yeah. and engineering. Those fellas, then, yeah. Uh,
2: Vecten, do you want to do it or do you want to have uh, the Proxima instance of Astra do it? Um, well, my control engineering is a 15 versus <laughs> a so 14.
3: Does she have a focus that might be useful there? Because mine is just like. She definitely does. Okay. It's called
2: Always Has a Focus. there we (laughs) go (laughs)
3: because I have starship construction which might but might not so
0: alright let's let let Astra do it
2: okay do we want to spend anything on it
0: it is a difficulty of two as a reminder we can spend one right
3: the fewer times that I have to roll the
2: better off we are (laughs) <laughs> and you're not wrong. Yeah. And no one can really assist her doing this, right?
0: No, unfortunately not. This is just a straight, you know, engineering task, unfortunately. But she oh, doesn't yeah. need it, you know, she gets the three successes and you get your momentum back, staying at three. Yay. So yeah. Um visually, nothing happens to the Proxima, but if you were to pull out like a tricorder and get like Right up next to the Proxima, you would not detect mm-hmm. the Proxima even being there on your tricorder. And uh yes. reports, uh we are ready to depart on your order, Captain. Or sorry, first officer. Understood. And here comes Joy.
2: Has been activated. Do we want to give her Kana five?
0: Well, haven't you already raised her uh, her disciplines up by one already?
1: Maybe. Oh, I can't remember last time
0: we activated her, what we did with her.
1: Right. I mean, Maybe if you want to raise it to five, focus. go for it. She's got, what, small craft starship maneuvers, evasive maneuvering, and cryptography. She's actually really good at this. Mm-hmm. We gave her the talent, bold security. Yep. She's quite bold.
0: <laughs> Do we
1: want to give her another that- bold? Old Khan con. con. Old con. That seems reasonable. I like it. She's not a very cautious character.
4: That's putting it mildly. Yeah. Whatever becomes cautious would scare me. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd forgotten this little Photoshop I did for her character portrait, the little green Ana de Armas I
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, just got a momentum from chat as well. Thank you, chat. Thanks, chat. Right. We're going to need it.
2: Ensign?
1: I saw I saw Empire. I know it's going to happen. We're going to have accidentally landed our starship on a giant space worm. <laughs> I
2: mean,
1: maybe. Going over here giving the uh, GM ideas.
2: Mm. <laughs> All right, Ensign. You and Astra are going to take Proxima outside the atmosphere. Do a little sneak and peek, come back, and brief us. Understood, are you also joy. Understood, sir. I need you to be on your best behavior, Astra.
0: Why are you singling out me? I'm not the. Yes, she, sir.
2: She just straight faced, or he's straight faced
0: yes sir of course sir I'll be I'll behave
2: Astra it's probably best if you maintain the sensor systems and let joy fly the craft makes sense to me I always like taking control sir and with that it's time for you to go
1: Brad this is the bridge just uh just a quick reminder please emphasize to the away team that the uh Starting a shooting war with the Zava is absolutely super low on our priorities list, okay?
2: Joy, it's time to be quiet for once. I can be quiet, sir. Thank
1: God she didn't mention a gag.
5: Oh.
2: I just told her to be on her best behavior. That was mm. her best behavior.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, this And is nice... the
2: hatch closes.
0: Yeah, and the hatch yeah. closes. Yay. <laughs> We did this to ourselves. Anyways, um, so yeah, the Proxima takes off uh, out of the aegir shuttle bay and banks, actually pretty masterfully up into the upper atmosphere. And you wait maybe about 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And then the aegir sensors still don't detect anything from the atmosphere. But then all of a sudden, the Proxima does come back. And it does come in for landing into the shuttle bay. And what you notice is that the, the hull of the Proxima is at about 85% because the Proxima isn't oh, designed right. for a class yep, one. Yep. So there are bits of uh, structural integrity failures, there's micro fissures, things of that nature. Uh, but it does return in one piece. And uh, Astra reports uh, well, sir, uh, you're not going to like what we found up there. Looks like those two pursuers that didn't take for the probe decoy. They're doing a visual sweep of the planet, but that could take, with their level of technology, could take weeks, perhaps days. All right, well...
2: Understood.
1: Thank you for risking it. Everybody can uh, report back to their duty stations. Hmm. What to do if uh, the bridge crew could meet me in my ready room we're gonna have a quick conference work out our tactics I go to the ready room and get me some chocolate milk
0: ah huh? very nice with the twirly straw oh yeah which number twirly straw? start cuz I know you were doing surprise me okay <laughs> you get number uh, 605 which is kind of like a heart shape but it's an endorian heart so it's it's configured differently Yeah, all of you arrive in the ready room as the captain is snacking on chocolate milk. All right, everybody. Um, The way I see it, we've got
1: uh, two options. Either we try to figure out a way to sneak out of here, or we try to create another distraction and sneak out of here after they they go pursuing it. And those are just very broad ideas. I didn't specify how we're going to sneak out of here or what kind of distraction we're going to implement. Uh, but does anybody see a third prong to our options? I'm
2: not going to recommend it, but I do want to bring it up as a possibility.
1: Are you going to say fight our way out?
2: Well, a clever surprise attack might be able to destroy both of them before they know it hits them, before they knew it hit them. Their technology is old and we could likely jam their communications as well.
1: Well, obviously, that would be effective. But a bit but more not ruthless where we than want I think Starfleet to wants to be here. Not they may think they're our enemies, do. but we're not their enemies in my opinion.
2: Right. I just had to pr- put the option on the table. I personally do not want to take that option. But it does exist.
1: Have we heard back from the Orb yet?
0: Uh, Yeah, actually the Orb has delivered a report that it was just kind of chilling in the uh, conference room being used for the diplomatic talks. And as far as it knew, the Zava delegation sort of excused themselves and then they were gone. Dead end.
1: All right.
2: Did they leave a note?
1: Unfortunately, (laughs) not. Dear Ager, you stink. Okay. All right. Well, let's consider fighting with the Zava to be our absolute last resort. In the meantime, what can we do to get out of this? Obviously a spore jump is an option, yes? As long our... as we take the time to calculate it. Well, it seems like we've got all the time in the world. What about our spore resources, though? Because last time we
4: put a major taxing on them was when we fought the Borg, and we did the micro spore jumps. But we should have been able to replenish some of the population
1: since then. Well, even if diplomacy is broken down entirely between the Zava and the uh, Ringworld station, we do have an orb we've got to return. So we can't just jump out of Zava space and hightail it out of this whole region. Did we get a diplomatic data download from them?
0: The answer to that, unfortunately, is no. The Zava were keeping things pretty damn close to their chest, which is probably why you were so angry at them last time. Well, that and the chair throwing. Also the chair throwing.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Quick reminder, right as, quick. as you all are contemplating your options, um, mm-hmm. Hilong sort of looks over at the window and goes, well, sir, I believe we have another problem. What's that? They're I'll right over there. At the window. I look at the window there is a blue uh, slime-like creature that is just like a slug sort of inching along the window. Okay.
1: I'm guessing our sensors aren't working very well in this atmosphere, and we had no way of knowing that was happening?
0: No, I just don't think anybody thought to scan for
1: slime. Vectan, can we figure out how much of that stuff's on the hull right now? scanning. Right. If we're seeing
0: one, there's probably more. So, no role required here, Vectan, okay. but uh, I'm going to give you two bits of information. The first is that there's only one slime. Um, it's blue. It's about the size of a cocker spaniel, so it's, it's medium-sized ish. Um, but you're also noticing that it is exhibiting a higher level of brain activity as if it might be sentient to some degree. Captain, there is only one
3: slime so so it would appear. It is the size of a medium-sized earth canine if you are familiar with the species.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I watched this show called Lassie. Two different versions of it. One in color. It was really good.
3: Perhaps I shall have to watch that later.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's, it's, it's enthralling. Is it? Mm Mm-hmm. Very much so. Human entertainment can be so, as the humans say, hit or miss. Well, in my opinion, the strength of the human race is that they're very good at getting along with other species, and Lassie is sort of a prototypical version of that. It's all about humans treating a dog like it's one of them. Speaking
3: of which, Captain, the slime outside the ship appears to be exhibiting signs of intelligence.
1: Oh, you or what be could me. be? What what signs is it? Wearing a T-shirt is it carrying higher somebody? brain activity, Captain? Oh no! So now we've accidentally invaded another species. Huh? Are there You're any, at any least more than being in our swarmed by
2: silverbluds? Are there any more of them, or is this alone?
1: Well, I mean, our sensor situation is very compromised. Even if but we can so- tell
2: you. Our sensor situation outside the planet is is compromised. So I believe our sensors are functioning normally within. Yeah,
0: atmosphere. how far can we see? You can see across most of the planet. Again, it's when you're in the atmosphere, you can only scan in the atmosphere. When you're out of the atmosphere, you can only scan out of the atmosphere.
2: But we could we could actually use that to our advantage to be able to scan the entire planet in it, the scan the planet in its, in its entirety by bouncing off the atmosphere.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, for right now, let's uh make team B responsible for communicating with the creature. We definitely need to at the very least try to tell it that we come in peace. And then team A can focus on how we're going to get out of here. I'm thinking option one, spore jump of some sort. Option two, distraction and stealthy escape. I have another possible
2: option, but it may not work.
1: It doesn't involve killing anyone, does it? It doesn't involve
2: killing anyone. Alright, I'll hear you out. We passed their challenge, and they ran like honorless cowards. The best and brightest of their species, their ambassadors, ran like cowards with no honor. They saw fit to put us to a test. They failed their own.
1: We might be able to leverage that. Yeah
2: or at least of their ambassadors they're chasing after us I presume they communicated they're chasing after us and the people who told them whatever dastardly deed we did are themselves honorless but we passed the test
1: let's hope we don't have to do that we need more friends rather than enemies in this area
2: well yes it would be an option to get us out
1: Especially if they start talking to us again. But for right now, I'd prefer to just sneak away while their attention is elsewhere. I mean, keep in mind that if they're canvassing the planet, there is at least a non-zero chance they will find us. Mm-hmm. All right, tell you what. I am going to head up the team that's going to try to communicate with the slug creature, because uh, that's sort of more my bag than yours. And, uh, Com- Commander Ruse, I'm going to put you in charge of uh, the escape plan understood so sir. how about uh myself and ensign joy and astra focus on or uh not Ensign joy i'm sorry the dr High Long, myself and uh astra focus on communication with the locals and the rest of you focus on getting us out of here understood sir on the way out though we're gonna have to ask the orb what its opinion is if we are just going to take it back to the station and drop it off, or if we're going to take it back to the station and put it or take it back to the uh, Z and get communication with them and see if maybe they could be adequate staffers for the space station, because it seems like facilitating further communication with the Zava is no longer an option for us.
2: One thing about the ORB, sir, is that it is designed as a communications and interaction device. It scanned us to find out how to communicate with us. It might aid you in your
1: efforts. No, yeah, good point. I'll ask if it wants to help. Oh, that makes that reminds me of something. Astra, make a note. Um, when we uh, have a minute, re- let's rearrange the diplomatic suite so that the chairs are attached to the floor.
0: I think I can we, I can arrange that, sir.
1: Let's make sure all of the heavy furniture is attached to the floor. Anything big enough to throw as a weapon? Understood, sir. Wonderful. Okay. So I'm going to go find the orb and bring Dr. Hylong with me. And I suppose the rest of the team can worry about the ship. I hate to split the party, but I think that's the smartest move to make for the moment being. No, no I hate I to focus on either of those two goals. Yeah.
0: So let's deal with uh, Team Escape first then. So Spectan Esral, what are you thinking? What crazy ideas do you have for your escape? What questions do you have for me regarding things like spore jumps, etc.? Do right. you stay, can you
4: spore jump, spore jump from the surface or do you have to yes. be in space you can
0: Yes, you can literally spore jump from anywhere to anywhere it's just a matter of configuring the spores in a proper configuration okay.
2: how many spore jumps can we make without compromising our ability to make further spore jumps at a future time
0: now that's the tricky part um, depending on how far you want to go is kind of the answer um, if you want to just leave uh, Zava space, but you would still be on the edge of it, um, that would probably take about eh, about 50% of your spores, maybe. Um, but if you wanted to truly be out of the water and no chance of the Zava finding you, like all the way back to the, um, the to the Ring World, or all the way back to the Z, or really anywhere that the Zava can't just detect you. That would be more like 75% of your spores. And
2: would that take us below a minimum viable population?
0: No, they would still be viable as long as you didn't roll a complication.
2: And
4: as we use the, the spore phone, does that cause any decrement in the population? No, the spore phone's
0: free. Okay.
5: If I, may,
3: if I may, the Z did aid us in increasing our spore population. So if we did head back in that direction, it is possible that were we to lower our population, we could in fact regain a decent amount with their aid.
4: And they are also another possibility to man the ring world.
1: Well... I would i mean just to be the pessimist in the room uh out of character i will point out keep in mind we did send the brightest and bravest of the z to their deaths at the hands of the zava and they were already kind of leery of listening to us about stuff so we might have
4: didn't
1: they go to the zava on their own they did did. we encouraged them by like indicating the zava exist and stuff but i I don't know it just it it might have made them have a lower opinion of us than they used to have i don't know.
4: They were really concerned about us when we were out of contact.
3: We could always attempt the sport job. I do not believe it is blocked by the atmosphere.
2: It shouldn't be, but let's see what else we can do. We can't go to warp from the planet's surface. (laughs) Not without
3: drastically... Alerting everyone to our presence.
2: oh but they have pre—they uh, have uh, pre subspace sensors.
3: I believe using a warp field inside of an atmosphere would cause enough of a noticeable yes. phenomenon that anyone would notice. Likely,
4: would using the spore drive cause such a phenomenon to be noticed?
2: Not it would we cause a dis- It would cause a disturbance, but I do not believe it would cause the same level. The atmosphere would would rush into display into where we were, so they would know we left. Theoretically, we could looking
4: set up before we left using the spore drive. A series of similar disruptions over a pattern of time, every. For a period of five hours, six hours, one every 30 minutes, 20 minutes, just kind of get something going so they get used to it.
2: Weather control, likely with probes? It's definitely possible.
3: It could also allow us to leave debris behind.
2: We didn't need those shuttles, did we?
0: Oh, you've got Proxima. What, what do you need other shuttles for? It is true. Alright. Oh, so
2: no. really <laughs> small for... bottle episodes, that's what we need them for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out how to uh, to handle this if I want to have it be a role. Um let's do this. We'll have you all start working on this solution to start working on a way to to make it look like you were maybe destroyed by the planet. Let's go over to the other team because that might affect things as well. Um, So, Captain Axelin, you've got Highlong and Astra with you. How do you want to approach the slime? It's still on your uh, ready room window, um, but it hasn't really moved. It's just just kind of sitting there attached to the window.
1: I think we should take uh, EV suits and a little bit of communications gear and go meet it on the hull. Okay. Uh, It'll be in its safe environment that it's used to. And we can try any number of means of communication with it. Are you the sphere with you? Yeah, and in the meantime, I want to hunt down the orb and ask if it wants to go on the uh, the away team. And we're not going
0: that far away, but. Yeah, so the orb uh, pulsates with light a few times and says, "If this creature is capable of any language communication, I will be able to facilitate it."
1: Oh, well, then I'd love to have you there, but I mean you're a guest, so I'm
0: not going to tell you to do it. But I'd love to have you there. I see this as a way to get back home without uh, any further complications, so I'm willing to assist. Splendid,
1: okay. Do you need any kind of environmental protection stuff? We're going to wear suits.
0: No, this shell should suffice for as long as we do not have an extended period of time out in that atmosphere. Wonderful. Well, let's get everybody some
1: magnetic boots and we can uh, walk along the hall till we get to where my ready room window is.
0: Which I assume is rather high up on the hall. (laughs) Actually, it's one of those things where since it's on deck one and deck one always has an emergency airlock from what I remember, um, you just have to go out the airlock and sort of walk around the corner. Uh, But when you get there, the slime goes from like like an ooze, like a gelatinous cube to kind of a more like a pole shape, more like a telephone pole in terms of shape. Still stuck in the same spot where it was, but it does kind of elongate itself. And uh, the orb pulses a few times, and there's kind of like a wiggling motion in the pole. And then the orb reports, fascinating, this creature uh, is able to communicate using subspace communication. Wow.
1: And the Z can communicate using spores. Everybody in this area seems to have really nice innate communication capabilities. Uh, all right, Doctor, let's see if you and I can figure out a way to wire our communicators to sense that subspace communication frequency.
0: Well, it's actually pretty easy, sir. I just entered in the frequency that the orb just gave me, and we have a line. Oh, great. Uh, can you hear us? And the answer does come back, and it's, it's a little bit high-pitched, but I'm not going to do the voice because my throat's killing me. Um But it's a little bit high-pitched, and it's kind of one of those why are you here? I thought this was my vacation planet. Uh, hello, I am Axelin, the captain of the
1: starship Ager, this large metal thing we're standing on. We did not realize this planet had anyone on it, and we came here to hide from aggressors who wished us harm.
0: Man, I really need to start reading reviews of where I vacation. So you're not native to this world? No, I hail from a location, and that gives you location, and Hylong says, They're, um, semi-local, sir. Okay. Well, we hail from
1: very, very far away due to an accident. We ended up uh, in this area, and we tried to uh, engage in some diplomacy with the locals, and now they're trying to kill us
0: because of a misunderstanding. Oh, you must mean those strange creatures that resemble some form of an equine. With the floppy faces? Yeah, yeah, those are the ones. Yes. They call themselves the Zava.
1: We were trying to uh, help them make peace with some of their neighbors, but uh, I think we just made things worse.
0: Well, what do we can't call help you? you in that regard, but uh, I can at least tell you this is a really good vacation spot, nice and quiet, uh, good atmosphere. It does seem quiet.
1: What do we call you? Uh, You can call me N. Okay, and like I said, I'm Axelin. This is our doctor Heilong, who keeps our uh, bodies healthy and safe. And this a is a is. this is a guest from uh, a nearby system with a uh, different spe- uh, species. This uh,
0: device is a, communi- a long-range communicator they use. Huh. Well, it's a pleasure to make all of your acquaintance, but I, I must ask, um, why say hello to me? I'm just Normally, when people scan me, they just leave me alone, but... Well, our sensors indicated
1: that you would probably be an intelligent life form, and it is part of our ongoing mission to make contact with other life forms and uh, exchange details about our culture, and learn details about your culture. Ah, How delightful. However, right now, I don't know that we have a lot of time to do that. The remainder of my crew is trying to formulate a strategy
0: to get us out of this planet without being detected. I was going to ask this later on, but I think that was a important juncture. Do you have something called a spore drive? Well, why do you ask? Well, that's how my ship operates.
1: I say, trying to poker face it, considering that that's Starfleet classified technology that I'm not allowed to acknowledge. Uh, oh, that's how your ship operates. Fascinating. I would say that it is definitely possible that our
0: ship has at least an auxiliary system that works the same. Well, perhaps we can put our heads together, and I'm going to spend the complication from chat to say that right about then, uh, there's a muffled sound of thunder uh, coming from above you, and you look up expecting to see storm clouds, but instead what you see is that the Zava have begun depth-charging the planet's atmosphere. So there's kind of a foom foom, foom 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 and foom, um, foom foom foom. Yeah, I I think the captain and
2: I think the captain and uh and uh doc get beamed aboard
0: at that point.
1: We're gonna have to go inside now, you wanna come with us?
0: Uh sure. I I should be able to su- survive in the atmosphere of your ship.
1: Major, Ford beam in
0: I was gonna say you you can tell the transporter operator to beam that thing in from
2: the transporter pad, because depth charges start happening, you get beamed aboard. You weren't
0: asked. You were beamed. (laughs) You didn't have a choice. All right. So one thing I will say is that when you beam the slime aboard, it does reduce in size. Um, It is now about the size of, like, a teacup shisu. So just a very small little doggy. (laughs) Is it unpleasant? Like, is it in pain? No, it's just like... oh. I see that you are a mostly oxygen based atmosphere. That will reduce my size.
1: Yeah, a lot okay. of oxygen. Our, our home worlds uh, have lots of uh, things that burst into flames.
0: Yeah. Okay. I think with depth charges going off and everybody scrambling to deal with that, that's we're going to take a five to 10 minute break. We'll be back shortly, everybody. Stick around. <laughs> Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the series finale of Star Trek Age Year, a Star Trek Adventures actual play using the rules by Motiveus Entertainment. If you're watching this on the VOD, you're probably very confused because you just went to a break and are now coming back to me telling you it's the series finale. Here's a few things as to why it's being a series finale. First things first, uh, we've discussed this as a group, and we've decided that we're pretty much ending on a high note, or at least that's the hope for today's session. Um, We've been having scheduling issues. On my end, I've had health issues and other scheduling concerns. So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to end the story best we can, get the characters some closure, and then we'll sort of move on from there. But we do have an announcement about what's going to happen on Tuesday nights in the future, but more on that after we finish Age tonight. But as is tradition, before we get into play, let's get everybody to introduce themselves one last time, and then we'll get started. So uh, Randy, what do you got going on? good evening everybody i'm randy online i'm known as dr nemesis uh
1: tonight i'll be playing the talaxian captain of the starship ager excellent all right
2: jeremy i'm jeremy or you're a spy online and tonight i'll be playing our who am i playing again oh yes i'm playing our ship's uh Exborg first officer
3: all
5: right
2: peter
3: Everyone, I'm Peter for Petrus Aquinas on, t- on the interwebs, and I am playing the pragmatic Vulcan chief engineer, Vectan.
0: Right, and last but not least, uh, Sunbay, what, what do you have for us this week?
4: I'm Jeff, also known as Sunbay. I play your lovable Boolean helmsman, Lieutenant J.G., ranking Esral. And as is tradition, we seem to have kind of come into starting every episode off with a, a song parody. In this one i wanted to get the whole cast involved at least in the first part of it so they've been sent the first couple lines and if y'all are all ready are you gonna count us down i'll count you down a one a two a three and a four
1: and dum 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 dum
2: dum 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 dum
1: yo astra let's kick it
4: Shroom, shrooms, baby. <laughs> okay. Shroom, shrooms, baby. All
0: right, We're just gonna spores. start the intro. We're just We're gonna, gonna over. and welcome back. So, since it has been pretty much over a month and a half at this point, I thought I'd bring everybody quickly back up to speed. Um, One thing I will note before I go into my spiel is that since it has been so long, we're likely to have forgotten some details that are conveniently available right now on the VOD. So if we have to retcon some things, don't yell at us. We're doing our best. Anyway, uh, long story short, the Aegir was working on establishing diplomatic ties with the Zava, an aggressive territorial species that was known in the area of space in which the Aegir had ended up landing in. The Aegir also encountered, in courting the Zava, they also encountered a dream entity, which, since the dream entity was throwing them into basically bedlam and limbo and all these different dream realms, the Zava didn't appreciate that and thought it was a ploy to attack them or otherwise waylay their diplomats. So what happened was the uh, Zava diplomats fled the ship, fled the Aegir, and a Zava fleet began hunting the Aegir. The Aegir ended up setting down on a demon-class planet, which they were able to survive based on some Borg and advanced technology. But they were pretty much stuck there. They were hidden on the planet, but it was only a matter of time before the Zava would find them. So what had happened was Vectan and Esral were working on a way to spore jump or find another way out of there. While excellent and Roos, at least if I remember correctly, uh, were dealing with a new life form that they'd found on the hull of the Aegir a enigmatic species that communicated via spores and identified itself as N. It was kind of like a slime, like a cubic slime creature. Um, But it's pretty much five minutes after the captain made first contact, a bunch of depth charges began raining down uh, into the atmosphere indiscriminately, and the captain was beamed back aboard. And that's where we're going to resume. So uh, at this point... Uh, if I remember where we left off correctly, we need to quickly do a scene with Vectan and Estral before Red Alert gets sounded. So Vectan and Esral, uh, you two and Astra, of course, are currently in the Spore room trying to figure out how the hell to get out of here at this point. And I'm going to let you guys go from there.
4: I think we could go pretty much anywhere. I just don't know what the impact of a a demon planet's going to have on the jump. Astra,
3: could you access the historical database and determine whether or not a spore jump has been attempted inside a planet's atmosphere?
0: Inside a planet's atmosphere, I believe so, yes, though not a class Y.
3: Pull up those schematics. I would like to see some of the results. We may be able to adapt it for the additional gravity and weather.
0: Okay. Astra kind of sweeps her hand out and a holographic display illuminates before you.
3: Okay, I'm gonna uh, do some calculations.
0: Okay, well, let's uh, let's get back into the habit of rolling. Uh, if you could give me a reason in engineering uh, difficulty of one, and you've kept your momentum from last time, so you do have full momentum if you wish to use it. My best stats. Is Astro helping? I could roll for Astro. I don't know, Peter. You want uh, you want Astro to help you? Sure, why not? Alright, um, uh, Astra I, will assist I, with her
3: own reason engineering. I assume computers helps here. Most or, definitely. Uh, I don't think I need to buy any extra dice, unless we want a uh, momentum fish, but I think we're okay. We have a fair bit of
0: momentum. Yeah, alright, let right. Let's, let's see what happens. All right. Well, that is a grand total of four successes. So you actually get uh, capped momentum at six and you have one floating. So here's what you learned, Vectan. The spore jump is literally anywhere to anywhere. But what's going to happen is when you transition from a class Y environment to space or a class Y environment to another planet, you're going to take some of that atmosphere with you. Um, which could be a concern if you beam into a population center or if you go somewhere that doesn't want a class Y environment, if you get what I'm saying. Um, Mm. It shouldn't, keyword shouldn't have an effect on your spore jump, but you have to be very careful with the calculations.
3: Lieutenant, it appears that we should be able to execute a spore jump without too much difficulty. However, we will bring some atmosphere with us in light of that, I would suggest that we limit our searches to uh, space locations.
4: And Astro, will that leaving the class Y environment
0: cause an additional expenditure of spores? That's the other problem. Uh, I wish I wasn't the one having to say this, but unless we get another influx of spores, this will be our last spore jump.
3: And that, may be a, ha, that may have to be a decision for the captain, but I we may want to have two options.
0: Will we lose... Is that regardless of how far we go? Yeah, it's one of those things where we just don't have the spores to sustain another jump.
3: Will we still retain enough spores to allow the spore phone to remain
0: functional? That one will operate as long as we have at least two spores, which... We'll drop into the low hundreds, is what I would say. Okay. But each jump takes on the order of thousands or ten thousands. In that case, it would be possible to potentially
3: acquire more spores from our allies.
0: Potentially, but... Uh... We don't know about Mr. N. Do. No, not yeah, yet. You don't,
3: guys don't know about i yeah. I'm thinking of the uh,
1: the Z. I mean... I will say we probably did say we found a life form, but you probably don't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, we other don't think. We're going to go check yeah. that out, guys. Yeah. Um,
3: I believe that we should have two locations in place. Perhaps the Ring World, so that we may confer with the grandfather to see what his desire is going forward with the Zava and their proclivity for violence, and also have an option of returning to Federation space as our jump will no longer be detected by the Borg, as they are nowhere in the vicinity.
4: That's true. And at that point, even just a few hundred would still have the spore phone, and we wouldn't really need it much after that. Correct. Kind of gotten attached to this group of spores.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That is illogical, Lieutenant. They are Spores, but I've seen them grow. Lives pass and bacteria grow, but you are not attached
4: to them. I don't they see them. They grow on you. But I don't see them all the time. I see the spores. Am we worried about bacteria? I fail
3: to see the distinction.
4: Well, bacteria, sir.
1: Are you playing with me?
4: An eyebrow raises.
1: Fast forward ten years and it's the Federation's going through the last of us and it's all because of uh, Esriel. He's like, I am one with the (laughs) shrooms.
0: Well, it's probably about then that the red alert sounds and everybody gets the call to run up to the bridge. (laughs) Ring, (laughs) ring, ring. All right. So we oh, cut well, to the I bridge can. where uh, Axelon, you're in your EV suit having literally just been beamed into the bridge. Uh, Vectan and Esral, you can enter at a dramatically appropriate time of your choosing. But Roos, you are aware that the Zava are indeed bombarding the planet indiscriminately with depth charges. Now, none of them have gotten close enough to cause any damage to you or really highlight where you are. But as is the case with submarines in real life... Doesn't have to be a direct hit to cripple well, you. Does, the does in fact matter here. Stable.
2: And I take it we can't exactly raise raise our shields since we're here.
0: Correct. You are relying on your plate of armor and your regenerative hull right now. Uh,
1: who did we leave in
0: charge of the uh, bridge? I think it's ruse uh, I'm there. Roos
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, Axelum will storm in and rip off his uh, EV helmet and say report
2: Captain, we're being bombarded from orbit
1: Okay, any direct hits?
2: Not yet, sir
1: Tactical, what's is... the chances we can target these things and uh, shoot them down if they're about to hit us?
2: We'll reveal our location
1: Yeah, it'll still be better than being imploded I mean as a last True, resort
2: True, but moving is likely our best bet, sir
1: Hmm. Are the I don't think we can remain here. Yeah. Are the bombardiers moving?
2: There are multiple. This is correct, right? There are multiple uh, ships bombarding us from orbit. Yep. The two so that have to you
0: thus far. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh. Shrooms, did we figure out a way to do a spore jump out of here?
4: Well, working with uh, Commander Vectan and Astra, we think we can, but there's two costs. We'll use up almost all of our available spores, regardless of how far we go, just because we're leaving the atmosphere of a class Y planet. And wherever we do go, we're taking some of the atmosphere with us. So, Commander Vecten was recommending we make sure it's to a, we jump into another location in space, not on another planet.
1: How quickly could we uh calculate that maneuver
3: ElH do we have enough time to calculate that or
0: well the reason you haven't done it yet is because uh there's a lot of roles that come with calculating Oh, that's job. true yeah.
4: that's and we do not know the exact location
0: you know because Ax- will say because right now what
1: I'm thinking is we might need to just jump up there and uh and try to evade them outside the planet because at least we can raise our shields them.
4: But here, here's, here's the thing, sir. So regardless of how far we go, it's gonna use use up almost all, all of our spores. We'll have just enough to be able to use a spore phone. So whether we go all the way back to Federation space, go back to the ring world, just jump out of orbit of this planet, it's the same number of spores.
3: We could also, Captain, eject a antimatter pod to make it appear as if the ship has been destroyed. There will be sufficient atmospheric collision once we take a pocket of atmosphere with us.
1: Crap, this is tough. I don't think we can abandon the Z.
2: If we return to the ring world, and um, if we return to the ring world, there might be some advanced technology there that could aid us. But we do it at the very least need to let the grandfather know what's going on, and find another way even if that way is to spin down
1: Uh grandfather sphere please report to the bridge in or the meantime I'm, I'm going to recommend we go to Z space it's our most likely place of getting more spores if we need them but more importantly they might be end up need to be the caretakers of the ring world system and the Zava know how to find them We might have stirred up
0: a war. At the very least, we can give them a heads up. Grandfather Sphere does float onto the bridge at that point and says, You called for me.
1: We're considering uh, an emergency leap because we're under bombardment. We're thinking we're going to go to the Z space and uh, see if we can't warn them about the Zava's intransigence. Also, maybe get some spores from them? But uh, we wanted to know if you would be open to coming with us and engaging in diplomatic relations with
0: them in case they can take over your space station. So the sphere starts to answer, but right about then there is a very close detonation and the entire ship rocks. Um, And what I'm going to say is that if you all can tick off four of your shield for me.
1: Oh, dear, dear. So so that's on the, uh,
0: the Ager sheet. Yep. So, okay. Ticked. But yeah uh the sphere answers I don't think we have a choice at this moment make that jump towards d space as
1: soon as possible
2: in the meantime I'm going to act'm I'm, I'm going to actively target um I'm gonna prepare to fire on any uh, depth charges that get close
0: now the one Action. factor we haven't talked about is n and n the uh, slime cube like right. creature which has shrunk tremendously from when it was outside to inside it's now about the size of a small dog. Uh, It just kind of looks around, or... Oh, we do need to let you get home, right? Yes, uh, it would be nice if I could get back to my ship and spore jump out of here, but did I hear correctly that you needed more spores? Badly. Yes. um, Are
1: you within transporter range of our ship? I hate for you to go out there the way you came in. You might get hit by some of this
0: stuff. Uh, I don't think I'm in transporter range, but... If you were to cover my escape, I could bring my shuttle right into your shuttle bay if it's large enough. Definitely. That way we won't have to
1: worry about accidentally damaging your ship when we eject some antimatter. Speaking of which, Shrooms, can you do the calculations on your own? Can I have the engineer back?
4: Uh, Roger, I can work with Astra sir.
1: All right. Vectan, go ahead and set up their antimatter device. Of course, Captain. Vectan
3: leaves the bridge to work with the
1: engineering team. Our timing yeah. is going to be critical here.
4: I head to the shroom room.
0: Alrighty. So let's uh, let's do this in two, three different options at, at one time, which I love. All right, so as is tradition with the spore drive, the first task you need to do is a difficulty four insight in medicine assisted by the ship's computers in medicine. I've already got the ship open, so I'll do computer. You yeah,
3: probably don't want me touching any of this, so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it is a difficulty four, as a reminder, and you do have six momentum. All
4: right. And I have the talent of Dr. Shroom, which makes my medicine a three
0: when dealing with
4: the shrooms. Yep. And.
5: And what else we got? momentum 4
4: I'm going to do it. I'm going to pop my determination determination and use my value of I'm a fun guy. Fair <laughs> enough. And that will give me the two and I'll take two dice
0: or or one momentum three for, mom- or two momentum three. for the third die. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay.
4: And Focus Duration Value and complication range is
0: the same. Mm-hmm. Well, I have good news and I have bad news. Uh the good news is you did get four successes overall. The bad news is that you rolled the natural twenty. Do you have any way of re-rolling that twenty? Uh yes I
4: do. Okay. Ooh. There is the uh, born near a warp core see if I can, there we go uh, so for complication if the result is an effect so I just roll a challenge
0: die yep perform challenge and if we see an effect it is ignored I believe in you not enough unfortunately I was wrong. so there uh, is still going to be a complication on the field Yep. and you know what I think because of what I have planned, I'm actually just going to take two threat for that. So I'm being a little bit nice. Uh, But yeah, you are able to calculate uh, the initial arrangement of the spores and that the spores have been um, more or less coaxed, I think is the word I want to use. They have been coaxed into a proper alignment. Um, But that's just step one. That's just step one. Step two is you have to do a daring and a con assisted by the ship's sensors and con at difficulty three in order to plan the jump proper. And once you do that task, you can jump in any time, but you still have to do the daring con assisted by sensors con at difficulty three. And chat just gave you momentum as well. So thank you, chat. Mm, Thank you, chat. Thank you, chat. They
1: don't want to see us uh, go out in a blaze of glory, do that. It would be epic.
4: Could have done that, but okay. Um so Daring Khan. Mm-hmm. We will it's a difficulty four? Difficulty three. Three, okay. So we will go with choosing one die using cautious con. So let's see what we do here with three dies.
0: Focus nice roll That is six successes with double ones wow that is that is really nice uh so you have three momentum off that which means you are capped at six once more and you have two floating if you want to make an advantage
1: can the advantage be some sort of uh permanent upgrade to the sport phone
0: what do you have in mind
1: well i'm trying to think of how it works right now maybe um the spore phone technology is, uh, uh, because of the way that you uh, calculate it, you have a, a moment of mathematical insight about this uh, spores and you figure out a way to make all of our communicators compatible with the spore phone technology. So we don't need to carry around any special gear.
0: I'd be okay with that.
3: Oh yeah. Like hooking, hooking it into the communication system. Nice. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You go for that, that. That'll probably get you a pretty big commendation. If we ever make it back to Starfleet too, you will have invented the, uh, the uh, Spore Communicator Infinite Range
0: Communicator The Spore Communicator We work on it That sounds awful Well Esral, as you work with Astra there we're going to come over to Roos here because Roos, you've been told that you need to cover someone's escape to their shuttle and then cover their shuttle's entry into your shuttle bay so no what happens is uh, N beams away about as far as he can beam away and the depth charges are raining down now mm-hmm. as a reminder you do have several options in terms of weaponry on the Aegir you have phaser rays you have photon torpedoes you've got a spinal lance you've got tetrionic torpedoes and you've got anti-proton cannons all that do different damage at and effective at different ranges what would you like to do at this current juncture Definitely the Spinal Lance because it
3: fires in one direction. Yeah,
5: yeah
1: <laughs> torpedos, excuse me while I aim the, the entire ship. To, <laughs> shooting torpedoes at other bombs is the best way to make sure the explosion doesn't hurt your ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the classic submarine warfare technique, shoot death charges upward
2: mm-hmm.
0: at the other death charges <laughs>
2: I believe they call those anti ship missiles, but
0: <laughs> I mean hey it works and uh oh god, what was that old Atari game? Uh Missile Command. Missile Command, C- yeah. Anyways.
1: This is why storage needs um, point defense systems.
2: Well, phaser arrays are, are fairly effective point defense systems. So I think that's what I'm going to do because without my without my interlink circuits I am I am only human. So I am going to attempt to use the phaser arrays to clear a path. I recognize that this will let the enemies know where we are, but at least if I take off I might be able to I might be able to raise shields or at least be a moving target.
1: Yep. What does an right. anti-proton cannon do compared to a phaser?
2: It's extremely short range and extremely potent. Yeah,
1: but at the same time yet, we're pretty. we're inside an atmosphere, so shooting antimatter out of the ship would just explode the minute it
0: hit air, wouldn't it? <laughs> well,
1: well it's the probably a weapon of, best used in uh, uh,
0: space. The uh, the benefit of an anti proton cannon, I think I accidentally rolled it, um, is oh, that I, I hit the button, That's quite the roll. Yeah, I mean that's I did not let, mean to roll that. To let you know, that would have been uh three breaches right there because of anti-proton. Because that's their special yeah. ability for anti-proton is extra breaches. You've got high yield on it. So oh, um, But yeah. We'll um if you're using phasers, that is going to be a control security on your part, Roos, and the yep. Ager will assist you with a weapon security on its part. Difficulty of two.
1: Weapon security. want to diff two.
2: I'm going to spend a momentum.
0: Yeah, we got plenty for now. Oh, yeah, for cautious security, good call. Well, you don't need it because you get your four successes there, which, once again, you get a momentum and you have one floating if you want to use it for anything. Um, So what happens is the... Ring uh, that contains the secondary deflector that works with the spore drive. Just on the outside of that ring, it begins to charge with energy, and phaser lances shoot out and intercept some of the incoming depth charges. And you do that for a good, maybe three to five minutes before you get a blip on your sensors that a shuttlecraft is headed rapidly in your direction. You assume it's all in. right. That's- Excellent like shooting, Commander.
2: Thank you, sir. I would like to uh, to um, if the need arises. I would like to see if I can use that extra momentum to give that to Ensign Joy if she has to engage in evasive maneuvers.
0: Uh, unfortunately, it's floating, so it has to be resolved. Ah, it's with floating, this task. so I must use it now.
2: That's not enough. Uh,
0: I mean, one advantage it'll just, I can take is
1: is um, what if uh, we did this as an advantage? The um, the depth charge, the last depth charge that got shot, uh, skipped before it exploded, making it seem like it hit a starship. But it's in a slightly different position than us, meaning they'll focus their
0: fire away from us. That would bring you down to five momentum, but I'd let you do it.
2: Yeah, that'll work. Sounds good. I'll I'll, I'll leave us at five momentum, and and yeah, because the, the 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 buy advantage is two. So there we go. I mean, I'm not
1: the one with a kick-ass roll, so it's definitely not up to me. It's just a suggestion
2: in a in a more uh in a more uh yeah so it is more difficult for them to detect where we are
0: yep and in fact uh probably the only rolling I'm going to do tonight but let's see uh do I want yeah I'll give them at least one extra die let's make it a little bit interesting let's see what are they going to roll Let's expand that forty-one out. I see no hits. Wow. Well, no. Okay, that twelve is a hit. But the fourteen and the fifteen. Eh-eh. So, thanks to your advantage, uh, what happens is the depth charges become more frequent, but they're away from the age and away from End Shuttle. And in fact, what happens is End Shuttle is able to get into the shuttle bay. And if it really matters to you, End Shuttle is basically this circular donut or a torus, I think, is what it's called. That uh, would be very reminiscent of uh, Flying Saucer in classic Earth media. Um, But it just sort of, it lands in the shuttle bay. Uh, You get a call from Shuttle Bay 2 that they've got end shuttle. And it's right about then that Esral, you are ready with your spore jump. But before we do all that, Vectan, you're doing something with antimatter. Is that correct? Yes,
3: that is correct.
0: Alright, so walk us through what your idea is with the antimatter here. Are you making it look like the ship has exploded to a depth charge, or something else?
3: Um, because I'm not convinced that we're necessarily going to be hit by a depth charge at this location, um, I want to make it look like the warp core went unstable due to dealing with the various depth depth charges, so not that we got hit by one and it blew us up, but that, uh, it overloaded some system. And so then, you know, uh, antimatter containment breach, and then the ship just destroyed, gets blown up.
1: Uh, And I, uh, I had a uh, thought of a way I could help with that. Um, if possible. Yeah, go on. I was going to order, or even personally scuttling one of the, uh, two type 10 shuttles we have. And, uh, 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 throwing out its debris with the anti charge so there'll be some starship parts laying around. Well,
3: I was thinking of actually placing a deuterium pod. Um, I was planning on ejecting the deuterium pod with a timer, but if we wanted to, we could simply eject the shuttle with the pod in it.
1: And oh, even it better, yeah. Spread the, so uh, I'll go the prep debris. a shuttle with a little autopilot routine that just says land over there and sit there and then when the charge goes off the charge goes off and there'll be a little bit of federation debris probably with an antimatter charge there's not going to be anything that they could really derive our technology from and they're not too far behind us anyway so
3: we could also um set it for an auto station keeping far enough away that it's not going to get caught in our um spore jump field so that it's in the air when it when it destroys itself and set it as a sensor uh Sensor when we so stop yeah when when it stops receiving telemetry from or it, it destroys itself
1: yeah so i'll write up a flight plan uh, a little uh, you know a little routine for the shuttle from my command chair you know
0: so i'm helping so there's one less thing vectan has to worry about all right well uh peter you as vex uh, vectan you're going to do a daring and engineering uh i am going right. to set the difficulty here at a 3 um, okay. because you are doing it under pressure and you're basically yep. making a deuterium bomb, which is fun. Uh, yes. Captain Axelin, you can assist with a presence in command or a presence in con, whichever you'd prefer. Command. Sli- slightly higher scoring there.
3: I really want to tap a value because I think it would be hilarious. Would Starship Tactics can, be an applicable focus?
1: It would, yes. All right, I don't have anything else that would apply, but one is enough for the one die roll here. And thanks. I was really trying to salvage a way I could do something in this big group affair. <laughs> it, was, it sounded like we had experts on every other aspect of the plan.
3: Um, would Starship construction work as a focus here?
0: Yeah, because you got to know how to blow up that shuttle. All
3: right. Um, I don't think we need to, but I just want to mention my value here. Sometimes you have to think like a human, illogically, for the. Well, stork. you got to
0: use that when you roll triple complications to right. reroll.
3: We'll see what happens here. Um, I would like to use a momentum to get an extra die.
0: If that okay, be. taking you to four. All right.
3: Okay, um, and I have a focus, I believe. So,
0: all right, here we go. Oh look, well, there was a complication. Yeah, let's let's see. Uh, go ahead and assist, Captain. Again with your presence command. All right, Ooh! so. Looks like I'll need to use that determination. Horrible. Yeah, you're gonna have to use that determination to re-roll at least the twenty, probably the seventeen as well.
3: Yeah. So let's. Uh...
0: Yeah. On the um, on the build a big
1: explosive and make it look like our ship blew up roll, we don't really want to have a lot of complications. It seems like no. the obvious complication is you blow up yourself. Yeah.
2: Um, you were too so,
3: successful. So does this the focus still applies, right? It does. Yes. Okay, so I'm rolling the two dice.
0: Mm -hmm. There There you go. go. You convert it into a grand total of four successes. Meaning you get your momentum right back. Well done. So uh, between the captain and Vectan, you now have a shuttle that will wait for a signal. And the moment that signal stops, when you presumably spore jump away, it will detonate and scatter Federation ship parts all over the place. And maybe think, maybe let the Zava think that uh, they got you. I hope so. But yeah, it is at the culmination is everybody, you know, starts shouting at each other. Hey, I finished or hey, I've got this that you all once again congregate on the bridge. And there's another rock of the ship as depth charges go off. But all that really needs to happen is the order from the captain before things happen. We're definitely sure and made it on board. Yes. Yes, sir. Shrooms, get us out of here. Engaging. All right. So the Aegir lifts off the surface of the Class Y planet just enough to accommodate the Aegir going into a lateral spiral as the spore jump begins to charge. And then with the vroomp noise, you're no longer on that Class Y planet. You are now outside the homeworld of the Z, which as a reminder are those humanoidish plants that uh, you made peaceful contact with for, uh, way back at the beginning of Season 2. But uh, as everything settles down and you read your sensors, uh, no further breaches, no signs of Z-, of Z, or no, it is Zava support. No signs of Zava pursuit, and you're in the clear. Though you are kind of without spore jump technology at the moment, unless you get another influx of spores. Uno, power down the weapons.
1: I don't want anything that's in orbit to detect us as attackers. Done, sir. All right, all right, all right. Good jump, Shrooms. We made it where we're going, or we made it where we meant to go.
2: What is the ship's status? I I, I ask myself as I look.
0: Well, uh, aside from the fact that you can't sport jump anywhere, you still got warp drive, you still got shields, you got all your weapons, you've got power, the world is your oyster. <laughs>
1: Just not our world. Uh... I guess shrooms, you seem to be the best at using that phone. See if you can get any of the leadership of the Z
0: on the horn. Oh, they're already hailing you. Oh, even better.
2: Yeah, on um, the actual
3: comms. Yeah, they're hailing us on the view screen. On, we on screen.
0: Yeah. So if you remember uh, the diplomat Nisa Lovely Spark, uh, they appear the kind of the, the fiery chili pepper, you know, ghost pepper type plantish creature. I remember uh, the pepper. They appear on the view screen, they go, well, uh, look at that. Uh, we weren't expecting you so soon. Uh, are you alright? We detect that there's been a little bit of damage on your hull.
1: We just performed an emergency spore jump to get here. We were um, unsuccessful in brokering peace
0: with your neighbors, the Zava. Oh dear. Uh, we're already preparing a uh, defense fleet to hopefully prevent them from incurring into our space, but perhaps we should uh, meet in person.
1: I think that would be best. We also have representatives from uh, two cultures that are located near you.
0: We'd be happy to meet them. Should I come to you or are you coming to us?
1: Uh, Well, you know, we've been having problems with the chairs in our diplomatic suite, so I think we'll come to you.
0: Very good. We'll prepare a landing zone for you.
1: All right. Uh, Thanks very much. Right.
3: Com cuts oh. out captain shall I alert sickbay in case you decide to ingest some of the food
1: oh yeah they should probably give me some sort of antacid or ampinephrine or something to save me if I accidentally eat something fatally spicy
4: if you prepared before you went by drinking mm-hmm. milk or some other type of base liquid that
1: could coat your stomach and maybe protect you from the worst well, I haven't been enjoying all that uh, chocolate milk. Probably a good idea. Bring some emergency chocolate milk. Either way, um, let me get in touch with the Sphere and, and we'll put together a shore team. It seems like it's probably best for us to uh, bring shrooms. Who else? Let's see. Number one, uh, I think you and Vectan should probably stay on the ship, yes? Oversee repairs and make sure we don't get blown out of the sky by pursuers. Good plan, sir. Keep in mind, we are aware that the Borg at least know how to find this system, so keep an eye out for them, too. Uh, yeah, and I'll bring, I'll, I'll get a uh, Hylong to come with us as well.
0: Okay. So the away team's going to be Axelon, Esral, Hylong, the Spear from the Grandfather, and uh, N, if I have that correctly. As as long as N wants to come, yeah, N'll come along.
1: No, you can meet our our vegetable friends; they're very nice.
0: Oh, the Z? Yeah, the we've met them before.
1: Oh.
0: yeah! Like this this is a very exciting vacation. I've I've read about the Z, but I've never met them.
1: Well, they're they're quite friendly, and they, like you, seem to have a uh, much more advanced
0: understanding of these interstellar fungi than uh, than my society does. Yeah. Then we will have much to collaborate with. This is shaping up to be the best vacation I've had in millennia.
1: I lean over and whisper to uh, Ezreal Shrooms, we really need to find a polite way to see if we can beg some spores off these jokers.
4: I have an idea, sir. You oh, look perfect. pitiful.
1: Yeah. I mean, so I, wasn't lying when I said we just performed an emergency maneuver, uh, you know, and our lives are in danger, so. We have, we have started to uh, spin that yarn. Good, good, good. All right, well, let's go dig up some dress uniforms.
0: Ooh.
5: A montage
0: of, a of uh, uniform change later. Uh, the away team beams down to the reception area. Again, the Z home world is basically solar punk, so lots of greenery, lots of white buildings with solar panels, basically a veritable utopia, all things considered. Uh, but waiting for you is Nisa lovely spark, along with several of uh, their cohorts and Nisa kind of shambles over on the roots and goes, uh, Captain, it's a pleasure to meet you in person once again uh, might I extend to you all the accoutrements and benefactories of the Z Right back
1: at you, my friend. We're so glad that uh, after your dangerous encounter with the Zava that, uh your people are already thinking in a defensive posture.
0: We were worried we might have endangered you unnecessarily. No, uh, if I'm being honest, uh, the encounter with the Zava were kind of a kick up our butt to realize that space is a very unforgiving place, and that if we were to sit around on our planet, such as it is, and they motion around, that uh, someone somewhere is going to want what we have, so we need some sort of defense for it. Also, I've been reading, and they pull out one of the pads. I've been reading about your uh, your Starfleet based on what you left us last time. And uh, I, I might be premature, but we are interested in potentially joining the United Federation of Planets.
1: That's fantastic news. We would really love to have you. I lean over and just whisper between, you know, a couple of lines at uh, Long, they have butts. Hmm. Um, and then get back to talking to the uh, diplomat.
0: Well, I think Hylon um, speaks in a word. That's just what the universal translator says, sir. Okay.
1: Um, that would be wonderful. Uh, we ourselves uh, have expended all of our Spore resources, so we'll be unable to get back to Federation space probably yeah. anytime soon, but we will uh, certainly send communications to make certain that uh, they know about this uh, interest of yours. Oh, sir. It's, or... it's an honor.
4: Our our spore count is pretty low. Uh, I don't. We have just enough, maybe, to make a couple more calls without burning it all up.
1: Understood. Well, it was an emergency. We had to spend what we had to spend. We'll uh, we'll cross there, that bridge when we can. There's
4: only a way that we could replenish the
1: spores.
0: I'm trying and... really hard
1: to like performatively have this conversation with them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I get what you're putting down. Uh, so, kind of at once, both N and Lovely Spark try to say something, and Lovely Spark motions to N. And N, I should say, has re expanded to uh, a larger slime cube. It might be more about the size of um, Bernie's mountain dog, so big dog at this point. Um, but the cube vibrates a little bit, and through your translators, you hear this, but Lovely Spark hears it via their innate spore communication. Well, uh, if, if you need spores, I mean, my vessel has a spore regeneration chamber that, I mean, I could vacation here for a couple decades. It, it seems like a very nice place, you know, it, spend some time here, get to meet the locals, dig their whole culture thing, and uh, might get you where you need to go.
1: Yes, a couple of decades would be faster than conventional warp travel. And that's uh, just so very generous of you.
0: I'd also like to say that uh, on behalf of the Z, we are also willing to give you some of our spores if they are compatible with your systems. Oh,
1: well, that's so generous of you. And thank you uh, so very much. How What an unexpected gesture? Uh, Perhaps my associate here, uh, um, Lieutenant Ezreal, could uh, look into that uh, as to whether or not it's compatible.
0: Very good. I do have a question, though. Uh, what's with the sphere? I was going to. Yeah. Um, so there's a
1: nearby ring system that we pointed out to you on the uh, the star charts we left. We went and visited there after we spoke with you. And uh, there is a uh, space station there that's very, very old. And um, its caretaker was looking to get the Zava to take over, looking over this uh, space station and its responsibilities. Um, That was the main reason for us talking to the Zava, but it seems like they are just simply far too concerned with the tactical implications of the technology on that space station and whether or not it will make them dangerous. And we feel like it might be a terrible idea to put them in charge of it. So, we were thinking maybe your folks could talk to the Sphere, who is a representative of that caretaker, and maybe you would be interested in looking after it?
0: Well, we would have to communicate with the Sphere, but it is a distinct possibility.
1: Well, we would love to put you together, and in any way we can expedite that conversation, or or just facilitate a cultural exchange, even. That would be just fantastic.
0: I think it's a good thing I had my nutrients this morning. I feel like it's going to be a very long day.
1: Absolutely. Well, we in the Federation are uh, known for our
0: diplomatic fortitude, so whatever I can do to help. Uh, we've also prepared a much lighter course of uh, accoutrements for you so that you won't have to run back to your doctor this time. Oh, thank you. I brought the doctor with me, but uh, that is nice. That'll uh, that'll save us some headaches. And Hylong uh, kind of laughs and says, yeah, I'm here to carry him back to the ship when he overindulges again. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's enter into a bit of advanced time here because we are going to wrap up here so long story short um the ends uh spore regeneration chamber and the z spores are compatible with the age system so you can over time as long as you spend about a year maybe two years within this environment or within the local space um you'll have enough built up that you can do some spore jumps including all the way back to the federation uh you have a question what's up
4: uh yes sir. in the in the meantime while we're waiting for the spores to regenerate would it be possible if we could start trying to see if we could make contact with the spores that are at the daystrom institute or where the spore drive was originated and maybe start sending simple morse code of Gager, other things and establish communication over time to let them know where what's going on
0: yeah i love it we can have that happen very easily So over that year of waiting, uh, and don't worry, we'll get to everybody else in a moment. uh, Esral, you work on communicating back with the Daystrom Institute. At first, it's very slow, only ones and zeros, on and off Morse code. But over time, you're able to communicate a plan for them to make their own Spore phone. And about at the nine-month mark, you're able to have full conversations with the Daystrom Institute across the entire quadrant. Um, So that's what Esral's doing during the year. Uh, I'm just gonna go in order. Um, for Axelin, uh you facilitate the diplomatic exchange between the Z and the Grandfather's sphere. Uh, long story short is the Z aren't able to take over for the grandfather, but they are able to develop a system that will facilitate the station remaining intact. So it's they're basically going to take some of their bioregenerative systems, and kind of replace the grandfather whenever he expires. Um, the grandfather mm-hmm. does expire about six, seven months in and ends up uh, passing peacefully. Uh, his children, grandchildren, as it were, on the planet, uh, you know, they are no more the where. And life goes on for the uh, Um Aside from that, the only thing I would say for you, Captain, is that the Zava show up on very long range scans every now and again but as long as you don't enter their space they don't leave their space but you do detect that they are building up for something and you probably know what that something is Uh, let's go to Vectan Vectan for your year before you have enough to jump back to Federation space what would you see happening to Vectan um
3: hmm well Vectan is probably going to spend some time um puttering around uh the agir um tweaking equipment upgrading because that's just what he does but also um spending some time learning more about how the uh the uh, biomechanical uh technology of the z work to see like because he's familiar with bioneural gel packs and so like seeing how does this work together? How does that... Is there a way for see to implement now. some of that?
1: Our starship will get back to Federation space and it'll be like 10% of the ship has been replaced by Borg technology and 5% has been replaced with, like, algae
0: <laughs> of little, sh- like, shrubs growing on the nacelles. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Cool. Yeah, that could definitely happen. And then, last but not least, Roos, what do you do with your year?
2: Um, probably, uh start teaching I would I would probably go down and when I'm not or invite uh, invite uh, Z up to the ship and start teaching them about the Federation they need to know about the Federation and who better to uh, to teach them about it than a teacher
1: yeah not to mention you know if they learn some defensive Starship stuff that we know because the Zaba presumably are still pretty dangerous Right, but
2: there's only so much I can teach of 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 that stuff since they're not they're not members of the Federation yet. They're not cleared for it, so he would he would show them some tactical basics, but primarily, you know, here's the Federation, blah blah blah. Here's some history, you know, that sort of thing.
0: I have a very Get important question. Do you run them through the Enterprise Hollow novel? How? I don't mm-hmm. know. I
2: I mean everybody deserves to be tortured but I don't know <laughs> I, I need to put our best foot forward
0: so the voyager one <laughs> It's been a long road <laughs> And then before we wrap up for real yes. uh any last things that Roll or Axlan you want to accomplish during that year Well uh, yeah making uh, <laughs> diplomatic inroads with these uh
1: various folks in this little area of space is Like a dream come true to me so
4: i'll probably be doing in that deep probably going in and gotta make sure i word this so you don't take it out of context (laughs) um making myself available to the education system of the planet and exposing them to other life forms and life in space and the science
1: behind
0: so basically, part why Roos is doing the command stuff, you're doing the science teaching, is what I'm getting. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm shocked that you're not just evolving into a giant walking mushroom person. <laughs> I mean, I still <laughs> I do have, have nine threat.
0: I I could spend nine threat to, <laughs> to make that happen. No, not that. Trash. The
1: <laughs>
2: um, do we also want to put the the various people in charge of our two uh, super tech stations in comms with each other?
3: No, I don't think that. The other place doesn't have a spore phone, though.
0: Nope, that was going to be my next but, question. What are you doing with Void Station, and what are you doing with the Z that are now in control of the Grandfather Station?
1: I mean, unless Daystrom forbids us from doing it, I mean, we're, we're, we're adapting Z technology to Z ends, so it seems entirely appropriate for the Z to have some sort of switchboard where they can network with those two places right
2: and and they're they are theoretically at least for now the only other useful friendlies in the quadrant until we can establish the yep. federation present here presence here so Rus would recommend that even as he would indicate that it would that, that theoretically the potential exists for that to create a uh a destabilizing power dynamic okay galaxy wide
1: I have a lot of faith in these Pepper people. I think that they have a really good philosophy. So yeah. if if this all goes tits up, it's not going to be them doing it, I don't think, at least.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, with that, as we sort of fast forward through that year, uh, we sort of see a scene on the age Ager as uh, everybody's celebrating. There's laurels and streamers, and everybody's partying on the bridge. As uh, Esral, uh, you have the distinct honor of pushing the button to take you home, if and when you wish to. Um,
4: sir, I would like to give the honor of pushing the button to Instant Joy. She's been a key part of this crew, of this flight crew,
1: and I'm afraid of what she'll do if I don't. All valid points, and um despite my many reservations, I will, uh, I approve. and Joy, take us home.
2: Aye, aye, sir.
1: All right. Oh, thank you. No horrid comment. Okay.
2: <laughs> it's literally the one time she hasn't tried to do anything.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. But yeah, you know, Joy pushes the button. There's again that spin up sequence and the age returns to Federation space now what becomes of the region that they jumped away from well the ager stays in contact jumps back and forth when they can with the spores and eventually what I would tell you is that the Zava do reappear about two years afterwards and it turns out that a gamma ray burst actually wipes out their homeworlds. they become refugees which totally changes their outlook on uh, on diplomatic relations and makes it a little bit easier to make inroads uh, the Z they got Romulated Yeah, the Z uh, do go on to be members of the Federation. Uh, They, of course, uh, hail Axelin and Roos especially. Estral, you get a footnote as well. Um, The Gyu, if you remember the rat people, um, they begin motions to join the Federation, but then they sort of just peter out and they act as almost like a Ferengi-like entity in the region. So they're not quite there, but they're, you know, they're neutral-ish you know, they do the thing. And then last but not least, um, void station, which you left with the silver blood. Uh, they operate, uh, daystrom gets a contingent out there as soon as possible to research void station. And, uh, yeah, lots of technological development there. But with that, that is where we are going to end this series. Star Trek age Yay.
1: Nicely done. Everybody. (laughs) We uh, that was
0: a ride you know i i do once again apologize that it basically took us a month and a half extra to get to this conclusion but i'm happy we got to it we we closed up very well and i'm glad we got to do it um before we sign off though uh i believe peter you have a teaser for what's coming next on tuesday nights
3: oh yeah so um coming in two weeks ish um we'll be returning to the star trek universe on board the Adristea, um, in which I shall be your humble game master, um, and some of whom you see shall be players. Um, set around the same time, uh, we will be exploring the Delta Quadrant and also dealing with some uh, darker underbelly shenanigans, so we'll see what, what our players get up to.
1: Uh, it should be fun. I and mean, we can love force it, ELH to, to see what it's like to have all the Q powers uh,
0: thrown at you. No, I welcome it. You know, I know the moment I, I start my, you know, starting monologue, like people are just going to be, and there's 60,000 evil Q redeemed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, just remember that as a player, evil is bad. No, I love it. I love it. And the best part, Randy, is you now, because you're not playing in the game, you can use points on it. Oh, yeah, hey, no. I will. I <laughs> will. All right, well, from all of us here, it's been a blast playing Star Trek Ager. We hope you had fun there at home. Until next time, we'll see you later. Have a good one, everybody.